So a few years ago, I was invited to make a film for the Sharjah Biennial, which was an arts festival in the United Arab Emirates. And they said the theme is treason and subversion. And you can do whatever you want as long as you make it on that theme. And I just spent my first winter in New York. And I remember thinking like, I'm not doing this again. I am getting out of New York next winter. And I looked up Sharjah and the temperature in winter. And it was nice and warm. It was really warm. And I'm like, okay, I want to come to Sharjah and make a film there. And I'll figure out what to do, but I just need to go there. And they said, okay. And they flew me out. And they said, you know, you can make whatever you want. And I didn't really know anything about Sharjah. You know, I really didn't. It wasn't until I got there that I learned that it's a dictatorship, that there's no human rights, that when people say things against the government, they disappear. And uh, basically, it's a dangerous and horrible place to live. And the only reason that they had invited me to make a film about subversion in Sharjah was because they were trying to get the respect of Western art institutions because they were trying to create all these museums and they were trying to give the appearance that they were like a liberal democracy kind of place that was open-minded when they weren't at all. So my role was to give them some street cred. And so my idea was just to make a film about whatever happens while we're there. And I was just going to improvise it. And the very first thing that happened was that I was afraid that the chauffeur was kidnapping us because I'm afraid of Islamic terrorists. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting thing to make a film about. And then I was trying to get people to play Islamic terrorists. And everybody was like afraid to do that because they were afraid they would get arrested by the uh, despot who rules Sharjah, the sheikh of Sharjah. And the main thing about Sharjah is they have all these like Pakistani workers with no rights. And there was these Pakistani kids that I met. And I really liked these kids. And I decided to do a scene where the sheikh is kidnapped by ransomers, because he's really rich. And the Pakistani kids uh, free him. And in exchange for freeing him, he gives them some basic human rights. And the people that I tried to get to act in this reenactment all refused because they were all afraid that they would go to jail if they acted in my movie. So I made this film about the fact that everybody was afraid to be filmed because they were afraid they would get arrested. And they banned the movie. And they said, not only are we banning this, but if you release it or show it anywhere in the world, we will sue you. And if you ever come to Sharjah again, we will arrest you. And so... I'm trying to think, like, where could I show this film? Like, who's going to like this? And I thought the Montclair Film Festival would be good because Stephen Colbert was on the board, and I thought he would like it because it's subversive and it's funny and it's about religion. And the programmer was this guy named Tom Powers. And I got an email from Tom Powers saying that the film was irresponsible, unethical, and dangerous. And you should remove it from any distribution whatsoever. And I was like, okay, well, thank you for your opinion, but I'm not going to do that. And I think he was afraid that it would piss off Islamic fundamentalists and that they would like retaliate by like burning down the cinemas that were playing it, one. And also, I think as like a progressive guy, he was afraid that it would be used by like the right to sort of demonize uh, Islam, 
So Tom Powers didn't want to show the film, but that was okay because it was premiering at South by Southwest like the next week. So I go to South by Southwest and the first thing that happens is I'm approached by the programmer who tells me, Tom Powers contacted me and told me not to show your film. He said it was dangerous and it could lead to riots and people could get hurt. And I was like, wow. And she said, we're going to show it, but I don't want anyone to get hurt. And I said, well, I don't want to get hurt either. And then every single journalist I talked to told me that they'd been contacted by Tom Powers, who had told them not to write about my film. And if they did write about it, to write about how it was unethical and irresponsible. And when the film premiered, there was a review in IndieWire by Eric Cohn. And it was a positive review, but it was basically addressing the question of whether my film was unethical and irresponsible or not. And that was the basic, you know, tenor of it. And it said, you know, that it was legitimate what I was doing. But I was mad because I felt like Tom Powers had contacted this guy, which, you know, I was told by Eric Cohn that he had done. And that that had sort of set the tone for the review and the review became about this thing rather than about my film. So I told Eric (laughs) that I wanted to respond to the article. And he said, okay. So I wrote something responding to it and talking about what Tom Powers had done. And they said they would publish it on Monday, and then they didn't. And then they said Tuesday, and then they didn't. And then they said Wednesday, and then they didn't. And then they finally just said, you know what, we're not going to publish it because that's just your opinion. And I was like, mad. And so then I went to Film Comment, and I, I talked to the head of Film Comment, and he said that they would publish something about it. But everyone that they approached that had told me that they'd been contacted by Tom Powers didn't want to be on the record as having told me that because they were all afraid of Tom Powers. So I made a film called I Was Blacklisted by Tom Powers, and I just put it on the internet. And I basically just explained what had happened. And Tom Powers was really mad about this. And a few months later, I'm at a film screening, and Tom Powers is the moderator. And afterwards, I walk up to him and I say, hey, Tom. And he just doesn't really answer. He just looks at me with contempt. And I say, do you want to talk? Should we talk? And he says, I have nothing to say to you unless you remove that from the internet. And the part of me that is like codependent was tempted to say, okay, I'll remove it, just don't be mad at me. But the part of me that isn't codependent and is honest just said, I don't really feel like doing that. And then he said, well, then we have nothing to say to each other. And then he turned away from me. And my friend Melody, who was there, said to me, what an asshole. And I was like, yeah, I think so too. And then I saw him again, because he's, you know, a moderator at screenings all the time. And whenever I see him, I always go up to him and I say, I really, really liked what you said while you're moderating. And every time, he's a little taken aback, he's a little cold, but a little less cold than the time before. And I'm still hoping that one day (laughs) we can make peace. 